listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast, a podcast all about your health and wellness issues that affect you every day. We want to educate, entertain, and maybe make you giggle a little along the way. No annoying statistics or jargon here, just information you can use every day to be healthier, happier, and less boring. All right, here's your host, OBGYN Dr. Ron Eaker. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Women's Online Wellness Podcast. I'm Dr. Ron Eke, your host, and today we're going to talk about depression. Hopefully this won't be a depressing talk, but I think you'll find it very interesting. Rarely, and I mean that, rarely does the BS meter rise so high or so rapidly as when it comes to depression and mental illness. Folks, let me tell you, true clinical depression is not a character flaw. It's not a personality trait. It's not a weakness. It's not an excuse. It's a medical problem. And until we, and by that I mean the public and the medical profession, begin treating it as such, we're doing millions a tremendous disservice. The concept is that if we just buckled down or just pulled ourselves up by our bootstraps, we could conquer depression, is like telling a diabetic to throw away their insulin. Oh, you don't need that insulin. Just think positive thoughts and that sugar will come back under control. Well, that'd be absurd. That'd be crazy. But that's what happens when we talk about mental illness and depression oftentimes. We've come so far in recognizing other illnesses for what they are, yet we still literally languish in the Middle Ages when it comes to depression. I still have folks who come into my office and say, you know, Dr. Eaker, if I just prayed more, if I just had more faith, or if I just did things better, or if I just thought better thoughts, I just wouldn't be depressed. Bull hockey! The next time you break your arm, ignore the orthopedist and just repeat affirmations because obviously you can just fix it by sucking it up, buttercup. That's not the way it works. We don't have any problem labeling hypertension as a disease with physiological causes. So why do we still think depression is caused by demons and character flaws? It just doesn't make sense. Unfortunately, all of the mental health arena suffers from this stupidity to a degree. Imagine if all the rehab hospitals closed their doors and told their patients to just suck it up and they weren't, if they just weren't so lazy, they could walk and do everything and cure their addiction just because they thought they could. This is essentially what the mental institutions did back in the 1960s. Hundreds of them closed their doors due to the misguided philosophy of mainstreaming mental health patients, and this resulted in massive increase in mental illness in the homeless population. In fact, some estimate now that almost 75% of homeless people are actually individuals with a mental disorder. These folks, whether they're schizophrenic or depressed, they need medical care to cure their illness, not mainstreaming in some misguided sociological experiment to make politicians and some bleeding-heart socialists happy. In many cases, intense inpatient treatment can stabilize these diseases, but that just isn't impossible anymore with poor insurance coverage and the lack of facilities. You know, a massive new study just recently published may help convince doctors 
and lay folks alike that depression is a medical problem. According to science writer Ian Sample of The Guardian, and I quote, in the world's largest investigation into the impact of DNA on mental disorders such as depression, more than 200 researchers identified 44 different gene variants that raise the risk of depression. Of those, 30 have never been connected to the condition before, so this is new information. By tripling the number of gene regions linked to depression, scientists now hope to understand more about why the disorder strikes some, but not others, even when they have had similar life experiences. The work could also help in the search for drugs to treat this condition, which affects as many as one in four people over a lifetime. End of quote. Did you get that? Did you hear that? Depression, like many medical problems, has a huge genetic component. It's not a character flaw. It's not all related to just your situation in life. There are physiological, neurological reasons why some people have depressive symptoms and some others don't. The more we know about the genes, the more we know what the original causes of the problem are. The more we know about original causes, the better the treatments. The lead author of this study was also quoted as saying, and I quote, if you have a lower genetic burden of depression, perhaps you're more resistant to the stresses we all experience in life. I love the quote that genes load the gun but behavior pulls the trigger. But if you don't have the bullet in the gun to start with, then oftentimes environment and behavior doesn't make that great an impact. So we're just now beginning to learn how much our physiology can influence our environment and our behavior and the manifestation of that. Notice that none of this said, you know, if you just pulled yourself up by your bootstraps, you wouldn't be depressed. It's time to bring mental health and the treatment of depression into the 21st century. Hey, thanks for listening, and as always, make healthy choices. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast. To join the conversation, access show notes, and discover bonus content, join our private Facebook community by sending a request to Women's Online Wellness. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear more, just head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For questions about the podcast or to get more information, email Dr. Eaker at r-e-a-k-e-r at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, choose to be healthy.